This is the Wed Prep Podcast brought to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie and you are very welcome. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify and iTunes. Um, this time around we're going to talk about some of the different stages you might find yourself at if you're planning your wedding or about to get married. Maybe you're three or four weeks away from the big day. Maybe you're six months out and wondering, what should I be doing now? Or maybe you're at the very early stages where you're looking at venues and bands and all those important things you need to get booked straight away. We're going to take you through the journey and talk about some of those things today. My name is Alan Brereton and I'm also joined by Cahal Malloy, who's the founder of WeddingSuppliers.ie, and Fiona Ryan, who is, well, Fiona's really going to be your virtual bridesmaid. Um, she's head of social on WeddingSuppliers.ie. You're very welcome, guys. Great, thank you. Thanks very much. Uh, that was a lovely introduction. I like to be known as the Oracle as well. So, the Oracle? Yeah, yep. if you don't All mind. knowing. All knowing, all gracious. <laughs> if Fiona doesn't know it, it's not worth knowing. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to start maybe at, at what might seem the illogical opposite end of the scale. If someone's getting married in three or four weeks' time, that's their, their, their date, what should they be doing right now? So, Carl, from a, from a wedding supplier's point of view, who's getting all the phone calls at the moment in terms of the final preparations? Yes, well, I suppose three, four weeks out, you're going to want to know, from my experience being in, in the entertainment end of things, uh, you want to be talking to your band about your first dance, you want to be talking to your DJ about your playlist, and certainly for your ceremony music, what choice of song you're going to have walking down the aisle, what's your exit song. Um, I suppose playlists would be what, what I would think, coming from my end of... Uh, things that they would be very important three weeks out to have all those nailed down. I, I know that during a ceremony uh, or, or for the first dance with the band, th- those those selections are really important. But uh, Fiona, you, you might have an opinion on this as well. I mean, you're, you're getting married yourself in, in the next, Woo-hoo. well, we won't say when. Um, um, I mean, <laughs> no set date. How, how, no, set no set date. <laughs> don't mention it. How, how detailed should one get in terms of, of how maybe how selective they are about the songs for maybe the, the larger part of the night for their DJ or for their band. Mm. I mean, are people getting very kind of particular about what songs they want or what they don't want? That, or do you trust your supplier with it? Do you know what? I think it's down to the couple because some couples are really into the music and that is the first thing that they think about when they're planning a wedding. So they might actually have all that down to a T. Whereas like, say, you're not that into music, but you do love another aspect, say you're a cook and you love the food. So you'd be thinking about that first. So if it was three or four weeks that I had left I'd want to make sure that my dress fits well because I know when brides and grooms I don't know maybe I'll ask you guys so when it's call you're married yes. before your wedding did you go oh my god I need to go on a health kick I need to look fit and I tried oh you tried out. okay <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see your wedding photos then and we'll yeah, make our mind yeah, up it was 10, 11 or 12 years ago but ah, yeah of course yeah. Um, no no but that's that's an interesting one your dress obviously mm. yeah you're three weeks out if it's, if it's yeah. not fitting you you're going to panic a little right that's it yeah. yeah so obviously when you first saw your dream wedding dress that might have been like a year ago um, so alterations would have been made also you want to make sure that your hair and makeup uh, ladies or, or um, stylists or guy stylists whatever you have booked um, that they know your skin tone that everything's there you're ready you haven't gone on a, <laughs> a last minute holiday and you got sunburned Th- these are the things that they need to know yeah. um, so just keeping in touch with the people on the ground as well and I often wonder should they, when they're planning their wedding is there what about coming three to four weeks in about what you don't want at your wedding like you don't want kids mm. uh, I know I had a photographer here uh, he was talking to us about um, unplugged weddings, right? Mm. And just to touch off it briefly, so are you going to tell your guests not to have mobile phones out in the church or your civil ceremony? Yeah, I think little touches. definitely that's a good one to think mm. about. Um, yeah, are you going to ask you know, other guys that are coming to put socks on them? 
I want to touch off that. Like, you should wear socks. Now, now we're into the serious question. I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to see the comments on this podcast yeah. afterwards to see what, what, so, what our listeners' opinion is. But I'm, I'm, firmly, socks, I'm, firm, for, I'm firmly in the, even if the colour is wrong, wear the socks. Wear the Do socks. you know yes. what? I, Put on socks, it gets pretty sweaty if you're not wearing socks. That's what I would think, yeah. there are things called ankle socks as well. And yeah. I know ladies know that from... Uh, so I'm not sure. Do do guys who don't wear socks, are they into the ankle socks? They or? could be hiding the socks. They could be hiding the socks. So don't worry, guys. It's wrong. <laughs> I know, it's bad. But that's one thing. And then I suppose, yeah. you know, white dresses, yeah, other people wear. You, you can't say these things at the invitations, but I wonder, would you love to? Well, before yeah. we move on to the white dresses, Sorry, thing, that, that's a separate thing. <laughs> We're going <laughs> Hang on a second. I think the, the white dresses. Yes. <laughs> I think that there is perhaps a, a global warming connection with the socks. I think we, we possibly uh, feel de- like this is deep. This, no, is, this is I'm obviously if, if our listeners could okay, see my on. face, I do have a smile. I'm wearing a smile at the moment while I'm saying this. <laughs> I think we're we're currently feeling like we're in a Mediterranean climate. Um and we're just thinking that the no socks thing is the way to go. But mm. really we're no, we're still in Ireland. It's still But that's it. Still, Irish people are very positive cold, about yeah. the weather, so mm. I'd rather see lads coming in with white socks and sandals. Yeah. White no socks, socks and sandals? Yeah. Really, Cahill? White socks and sandals then, as opposed to no socks. Um, okay, so listeners, I really have to apologise for Cahill's um, uh, kind of dress sense here right now. He is wearing socks at the moment. I am wearing socks. So, yeah. White dresses. Uh, white dresses at weddings. Um, again, this is something else I'd, I'd really love to see the comments on on the uh, on our social media after this one. I'm, I'm thinking that mm. my view is stay away from white. If, if the ladies are, are looking for their outfit for, for a, a wedding, um, stay away from white. That's my view. It's always been the, mm. the case, but you do see it at, at weddings where, yeah. and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe judging. I'm, I'm looking going, really? Did you have yeah. to? Yeah. You know? Well, my sister, like I've got a wedding coming up now in France in Montpellier. Mm, Thank very you very good. much. And I'm really excited about it. It's obviously going to be really hot, uh, close to the Mediterranean. Um, I'm pretty close with the bride, so I know that she is going to be wearing a white or ivory dress. Okay. So um, my sister gave me a dress saying, oh, you should wear this. And it was beige. And I was like, I don't know, would that take away? Like, is beige too far? Like, where, where's the point beige, of, yeah. of a cut? Like, where's the cutoff point? You don't want to be wearing black. Like, well, you could wear black, but, you know, it attracts the I sun. I think subconsciously and- there has to be something when someone's getting dressed to go to a wedding and they're putting on a wet dress. There has to be, it has to cross their mind. You know, are they going? Am I going to upstate the bride? I'm going to wear this white dress today and just take the shine off the bride. Insert ego laugh oh, here. I'm just, yeah. oh, I'm just wearing a white dress today. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, me personally, it would cross my mind, and I would probably stick to no white dress. So that's that's a no from me. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's okay, how you so like no it. socks, no white dress. It's how you like socks. Wear socks. Wear socks. You don't even know yes, anymore. <laughs> okay. So for anybody who's listening to this, surely at some point they will be attending a wedding themselves. So they mm. those things will be going through their minds. Yes. Yeah, so they um, keep them in mind okay i want to i want to zoom zoom out a little bit and go back to maybe six months to go um Mm. what should be going through the head of somebody who's got six months to go am i doing the right thing is this guy really good for me i'm only messing of course (laughs) (laughs) make sure your relationship is in place guys (laughs) before you say yes okay um so six months uh let's think about it you obviously want to get your your meals down you want to know what your your venue is offering is that yeah. is that right we actually jumping back would mm. the table plan be six months out or four weeks out table plan's a tough one isn't you have it? to wait for your your guests yeah, to come back so weeks, yeah yeah mm. okay. you, you could probably make a little bit of a start on it ah, yeah. you could you, i mean if, you, if you're going to be inviting 
150 guests, mm. probably 120, 130 of those are going to actually arrive. So yeah. Yeah. if you have the time six months out, because there is kind of a little bit of a lull between mm. the early stages of booking all your suppliers and four weeks away from the wedding. Yes. Sometimes yeah. there's that that chunk of time in the middle where there's there are things that you can't really do yet. But maybe the table plan is something you could kind of have the back broken on it and have a, mm. a bit of a shape on it. Then you're just tweaking with four weeks to go as opposed to starting from the mm. beginning. Yeah. Has anyone gone to a wedding without a table plan? Like a free free for all kind of seating plan? Is it's, that it's been more of an informal wedding in general yeah. that I've seen that at as yeah. opposed to I think most venues now at this stage would probably yeah. be mm. be insisting on on a defined table for even just for getting people in out of the room. See, it's for the venue, and, yeah. yeah. And I thought about this because it's only when I sat down to do my table plan mm. I realized um how tough it was it's because so tough. you can't put that person beside so they tough. had a fight 10 years ago or oh, the placement and as well like, I think yeah. for bride and grooms listening um, mm. when you do go to sit down to do your table plan you'll know exactly what we're talking about maybe have you a know? glass of wine beside you and a bottle of whiskey <laughs> <laughs> and no socks <laughs> yeah. so if, if, if you do have a wedding plan, a wedding table plan you've, you've completed after a bottle of whiskey we'd love yeah. to see what you that looks like yeah, but I don't think a free for all would invite? work anyway for the venue they yeah, need to know true. where people are sitting and yeah. stuff like that but yeah no, it would probably be a better one but mm. yeah table plan if, if, if you're not doing it at six months you're, you're definitely going to be about to get a call from your celebrant or your 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 um uh, your priest or whoever is is looking after your, your ceremony for mm. you. Um, I think that's a time where you're starting to look at at the shape of your ceremony, especially if mm. it's not a, a church service where it's it's defined that what's going to happen where. But you're certainly looking at options for readings, options for music in the ceremony. Um, mm. I know in particular if it's if it's humanist or spiritualist ceremony, you could have other ceremonies like candle lighting or or um, the sand the, ceremony, yeah, the, the, the hand hand yeah, tying, um, yeah. which always reminds me of Braveheart. Um, there's there's. Uh, is is that something that that is easily found online? Can you find what you need there, or is I, the struggle yeah. to be different and have a little bit more of a personal See, touch? Is that it. still a challenge to try and find what really fits? There's for so us? much. There's so much online, but the thing is, you get overwhelmed first of all, and second of all, is it actually coming from you as well? Like. If you're not a writer, then it's really hard to figure out like, oh, maybe I should write a poem. Oh, it's going to turn out crap. Maybe I should, you know, go to a poetry book. But that takes time. So I think yeah. really six months is a good a good time to start because you don't want to be rushing these things. Because yeah. at the end of the day, that's what the whole thing is about. Like your ceremony, you're putting your two, two people to come in together and love. And this is you showing what that means to your guests and that's and that's the voice of yeah. the ceremony that's the readings the poems every the songs everything so I, I, I do think I would put importance on that six months in yeah, yeah. I, I spent a large chunk of my life um, playing music at ceremonies um, and oh. particularly during the I suppose the, the the humanist ceremonies spiritualist ceremonies even those that are, are conducted by, by somebody from the HSE and you really do have to spend the time wondering how am I going to build out the ceremony. Mm. Otherwise, it's kind of 10 or 15 minutes oh, yeah. and you're in and you're out and nobody's really emotionally connected with the day at all. That's it, um, yeah. So you do have to spend that time mm. sometimes uh, because it's not necessarily everybody who wants that longer ceremony. Mm. Um, so therefore, a facilitator of it is not going to always be pushing you to do stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think you need to think that way and then figure out 
yeah. how you're going to build it out. Yeah, you need to go for the tears, basically. It's all about tear jerking in this, uh, the in the ceremony. Skin, yeah. You just need mm. the emotions. <laughs> I, I, cry at, I cry at all these things. Oh, yeah, I, I, I definitely my, do. Uh, yeah. father-in-law's 70th and he get up to do a speech and I start crying. It's oh. like, what's wrong with me? It's <laughs> <laughs> my oh, father-in-law. Yeah. That's so true. But like, yeah. it's an emotional time. Like, yeah, you know, so, yeah. yeah. If, if there's one piece of advice, I think it is, you've spent perhaps 12, 18 months planning your wedding mm. and your ceremony is your first time to actually properly sit down and That's enjoy true. it because you've been rushing the right into point. the moment that the door opens to walk into yeah. the room if you're the bride. And for the groom, it's probably the first time you've actually realised that, oh mm. my God, she's actually prepared to go ahead with this. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> she actually turned up. I was prepared to lose all her deposits. Um, <laughs> so if, at that moment, you're sitting down and you've got those few readings, a few songs going on. Mm. Um, it's a time to actually sit back and just turn to each other and mm. smile and say, my God, we're, we're here. We've done it, yeah. you know? You do say that because it is... I'd imagine it is tough because your mind is elsewhere, you know. And we we often say it um, to to our couples who are, who have us booked, um, you know, try and just enjoy the day. It'll go really really fast. Everyone will tell you that anyway. Um, and the day does go fast, and then it passes. And I know we have a previous podcast called it was what's the one we had the post uh, the pa- yeah uh, post uh, uh, post nuptial depression I think yeah, it, and yeah that can happen as well yeah. because all the big build up to your wedding. But um, I think the build-up yeah. is to enjoy the process and the journey and not get stressed because the day is going to come and True. go. And that's I think the bottom line. That's like. a very good um, point to jump in, actually. When the, do- the doors do open and you have arrived, you need to let go of those strings. And it's if you can possibly get someone in, like a wedding coordinator or wedding PA or anything like that, or even like the amazing people in the venues that we have, like yeah. they they normally have everything covered. So you can let go of those strings. Yes. And some people go, oh, I can't remember my wedding. I was too stressed or you know you know yeah. it wasn't a very good day for me because I, for whatever reason didn't go right but the thing is you've spent so much time so much effort it's the love of your life like it'll probably never happen again hopefully it won't Just happen try again for that moment enjoy get into it, yeah. yeah it's another it's reason day. why we always kind of push well not push but you know we would encourage people to get mm. a videographer oh you of know, course videographers yeah. in today's yeah. world are amazing you know, yeah. they're, they're like film directors yeah. almost. And, and you don't want to regret it. And yeah. I'm not saying don't do things out of fear, but do things that you know you will enjoy. Like I've watched my sister's wedding video twice because my speech was amazing. Yeah. But <laughs> but also because it you was just so the touching. You just went to your speech and yeah. just keep watching it on loop. Yeah. I mean, well, no, I've watched the whole thing. But I see people <laughs> saying, um, oh, you don't need a videographer. You don't need the wedding video. You'll you'll never watch it. And that's, that's not true because yeah, my sister will. got married like last July and I've already watched it twice. And I, I've... I feel like I've, I'm going to... And when people that you love, and like in years to come, when they've passed away, you want to remember That's them the especially. Yeah, you you know, they were video. there. and You'll yeah. never get it off people's iPhones and people your friend doing. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Listen, can, so can, 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 I, can I just put it in a very simple financial way? Mm. This is probably, apart from maybe buying a house, this is probably the single biggest Investment. spend of yeah. a, on a day in your yeah. entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why would you not want to capture it? Yeah. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. It, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you, you proportionately, it's a only a small people. percentage of your spend. Yeah. Um, but you want to relive what you created, so yeah. why not? Yeah, it, it makes it more of an investment, like an emotional investment, rather than a day that you had fun kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Mm. For sure. Okay. Um, and just touching off that point, no six, call. Six, oh, go on, Carl. Oh, no, go on, Carl. Go on, Six months out. Six months out. Videographers. 
the timeline would be different. I suppose people get their venue 18 months out, band, photographer, videographer sometimes can be further down the chain, mm -hmm. you know, and people might go, okay, you know, we have the budget for a videographer now, mm. which you should be on the flip side. When oh, you yeah. get engaged, start looking at your venue, band, photographer, videographer. Yep. I think they should be four mm. key, obviously your, your ceremony singers, your celebrants, you know, mm. come come in line with that. Well, you've bridged perfectly into into my my next my next Didn't section. Um, so the way you did that was amazing. It's like we planned. Thank it. you. Um, on purpose. If, if, Do you want if me you, to sing now? Oh no. You are, <laughs> if you are looking at um, the early stages of planning the wedding, yeah. perhaps you've just gotten engaged, um, and partic particular times of the year when it's popular to to for somebody to pop the question. Um, what should you be booking first? Now, I have a view on this. I think oh. that if you have a number of suppliers that you really want to have at your wedding, maybe you've experienced their service before um, or they've got good reputation. Mm. I think whether they're traditionally somebody who's booked earlier or later, I think you should book them straight away. Just yeah. otherwise your date could potentially be gone, especially if you're looking at one of the peak dates yeah. during during summer. Um, but what is, what's your experience on who's who's booked first? I I actually went to a wedding showcase recently and um, as myself, not as anything um, professionally. And I was like, I'm really loving this venue. Uh, let's have a look at the dates. Um, and then there was nothing. There was no dates available. And I was like, oh, gosh, like I've really left this late. And then this is before like we, we were thinking, oh, I think we'll have enough money for next year. Let's let's look at dates next year and stuff. I think venue has to be first. Like, I think once you have the venue and you can lock down a date. And that's another thing as well. There was a few brides there that were disappointed as well. And they're like, oh, I was thinking about a summer wedding, but now I think it might have to be a winter wedding. And my whole wedding world is turned upside down. Like, does that mean that I have to change my dress style? Does that mean I have to, you know, th think about photographs? Like, there won't be that many outside photographs. Everything that you wanted was going to be now in winter. And for one, you have to, like, I think it's good to be flexible you know, uh, what date you want. But then also it's good to get the venue down as yeah, ASAP. I agree. It has to be the yeah. venue. And then if you, you know, it comes back to recommendation, you might already have that venue in your head mm. or you might not, or you might be looking at different venues yeah. across the board. There definitely seems to be a strong trend moving towards the kind of private venues, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> um, Exclusive but they do, they do get booked out yeah. 18 months out. Because they only have one wedding, two weddings maybe in a week and that's, and you know. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So venue yeah. first, would we all agree? Mm. Yeah, I think venue first. All in favour, say aye. Unanimous decision there, yeah. 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 Venue is yeah. first. Up. Um, I have experienced conversations with, with brides and grooms who have gone the other way, where they mm. have another supplier. Perhaps maybe music is their most important yeah. factor. Yeah, and and they've, mm. they've kind of reverse engineered, but said, well, look, we have three venues that we'd be potentially happy with, mm. but we've only got one band that we want. So we're happy oh. to book their date and then That's true, yeah. maybe choose a venue afterwards. But I think for, for, for anybody at that early stage, decide what service is your priority or what services are and start there and make sure yeah. their dates, the, the dates available with them, book it in mm. and, and then see what's happening next. I think band and photographer are probably next, are they? Yes, mm -hmm. definitely. I, I would I would imagine. Um, yeah, I mean, the people that are in high demand, they're obviously doing it right. Like they've got a good, you know, um, profession. They're, they're professional. They know what they're doing. They've got a really good portfolio. And you'll see that um, if you see photographers that you like, you check their diary and it's like already booked out for all of this year. Next year, half booked out. So I, 
I think photography, if if you're going to go yeah. down that route, yeah, yeah. It's such an important, even even before the band, actually, sometimes. Mm. And the thing about photographers is, you know, for most real high-end premium photographers will not do, they won't want to do 70 or 80 or 90 weddings a mm. year because they, they've got really good pride in their work. Okay, you might pay a little bit more money for one of these mm. premium photographers, but most of them will kind of stick to their 40 or 50 Maybe 60 weddings a year. Because remember, your photographer is there for the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so much work that goes on after that. Yeah, I was just about suite. to say, how yeah. many pictures? Well, it's the most photographed day of your life unless you're Beyonce or you're like taking selfies. Like, yeah. do you know? So it's the amount of photos that you're left with. Like the photographers has to go through thousands and thousands and thousands. So imagine them doing like three weddings a weekend yeah, that'll be, yeah. be i actually work. feel sorry for them yeah, <laughs> you don't do have right, a big you, team like yeah to do it right you can't do volume um yeah yeah i think so, for for anybody getting married who's who's looking at their supplier and is looking at the service they provide on the day um i think the 80 20 rule applies because i think 20 percent mm. of of what they do is what you see on the day yeah and there's maybe 80 percent that's done behind yeah. the scenes that you never see. Can you make um, my teeth whiter? Can you make yeah. <laughs> Can you make me look a little slimmer? Yeah. But you know, you, know? you see the thing, I suppose, photographers, you know, that are really good with their eye. I mean, mm. we, we spoke about this before. You know, you can get your uncle to do it, but your uncle then won't capture the magic moments because mm. he's going to be talking to the other uncle at the bar having a pint well, and the there's all this clever stuff going on and he's missing <laughs> yeah. the shot so the whole thing about being a good photographer is catching the moments that's, and that's why booking a professional one is really yeah they know they're so, so we, we can agree that venue mm. band photographer videographer they're, they're kind of the big ones to capture at the early stages yeah um, but the golden rule is if there's a supplier that you really like book them as soon as you possibly can yeah. to mm. avoid disappointment yeah. as, yeah. The, as the old sales yeah. sales yeah. phrase would go yeah certainly yeah. Um, can I bring a controversial question into the into the fray here? I love contro- controversy. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay, and this has nothing to do with socks or white dresses. Oh my gosh! If I am booking a wedding supplier mm. and a family member or close friend has already used that supplier, mm. be it a venue or band or photographer, at what point does it become? I don't want that person to think that I'm copying their wedding. And at what point is it okay? Or how do you have the conversation? Are you saying, should you, before you book, talk to that person? Say, Mm. do you know what? Because in the, in the wedding industry, it's best to go on recommendation. So say, say I went to a wedding last year and I'm like, oh my gosh, who did your flowers? They are stunning. You're going to want them. You're going to want them, of course. So I, I, it really depends on on the person. Like if you're like, oh my God, stop copying me. That's kind of like, (laughs) Well, I I think (laughs) in, in our experience in the entertainment for the band, um, We've certainly, actually, we played a wedding last night where um, the mother of the bride, um, we didn't play, obviously, we didn't play her wedding, but she would have been, she would have come <laughs> to see us you, playing Cobble, a lot. Cobble, I go, really? oh no, this is bad. You know, I, I'm like getting old. But, but, the 95-year-old bass player. Yeah, <laughs> no, but, but for sure, um, we have certainly played lots of different family members like three sisters we played at their weddings mm. so and yeah, I remember the, the father the, the father of the three sisters coming up to me one night he said I paid for your pension <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. so so some people don't care but mm. as what Fiona said referral is always something and if something is good mm. and the flowers are good and you're going to want them 
I mm. don't. I don't see why you shouldn't. Yeah. If, but if there is that element outer copying me. I if you're, if you're carbon first. copying everything, I think oh, you've, gosh. you've yeah. maybe there's a like a proportional. Yeah. Way of looking yeah. At it. I know a lot of photographers who have done family weddings, like, yeah. you know, the sister, you know, and it's really nice because they're brought back into this lovely There's a personality there. You've, yeah. you've built a relationship, and this is they're the other thing about suppliers. Pretty much friends at the end yeah. of the day. Like, I yeah. think getting to know your supplier and building the trust at the start mm. is really, really important, and getting that personality yeah. because it becomes like you're not just coming in then and just you know performing on the day you're yeah. coming in with a little bit of personality and people like that yeah. you know and you know that's what the podcasts are really for uh, we're interviewing the suppliers for you our listeners so you can just right before you even like inquire with them listen to the podcast see if you like the personality see if they're tickling your fancy yes, you know that yeah, kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. and then and then inquire have your own chat and exactly so exactly, this that's yeah. basically what we're here for yeah. <laughs> so whether you're driving along in your car listening to us in the gym or while you're out running or walking oh, or very exciting yeah. It's or, all very active. Or as I have seen sneakily with one earphone in your ear while you're at your desk at work. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll tell nobody. I'm telling. Um, this is where you will kind of, you kind of get to meet the suppliers before you meet the suppliers, yeah. don't you? Yeah, uh, exactly. Well, that's one, yeah. Of the, one of the real core uh, reasons for putting web prep by wedding suppliers.ie together uh, was for that reason, is to ultimately help the bride um, or groom plan their wedding on the move you know mm. you, you can sit and read blogs which is great but when you're on commuting to work on the train or as you just said Alan Jim yeah. it's very easy now with smartphones to put your put your uh, headphones that's, on and, and that's listen. an interesting um, point actually because Cahill you only read two books in your life didn't you I just said that before this yeah. podcast yeah I'm not a very intelligent guy <laughs> but the thing you is know. you you but you've listened to a lot of books like, I've, you know I've discovered like, Audible is it Audible? Yeah. Audi- Audible yeah Audible, Audible. Yeah. I discovered that only about 12 months ago and yeah. I've probably gone through about 30 books. Yeah, so the amount of education yeah, that's gone amazing. through that brain of Cahill's, you know, <laughs> from <laughs> podcasts and from audio. From, so I think, I think it's great. I think your medium. job is the oracle of web prep and wedding suppliers. Da, 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 so for the boys listening now, we're just talking <laughs> ourselves up here. Just yeah. go so. and subscribe to iTunes and Spotify <laughs> and get our podcast and listen to us how great we are. This and if you're listening, it. you've probably already done get so. Get the web prep yeah, podcast. Get the web prep podcast. And to look forward to later on, I'm going to start doing um, a, like a little drum session um, and uh, a cappella song. So that's Okay. Thanks very much. I can't wait till we start videoing these the podcasts. As well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, be- before we allow our listeners to get back to whatever it is they do when they're not yeah. listening to us talk about weddings, okay. um, I want to talk about if uh, you've got plans for things that will be arriving into people's inboxes on Sunday mornings. Yes, that is it. I'm I'm really excited about my job. To be fair, because uh, when uh, John asked me, hello, Johnny, if you're listening, um, when he asked me to marry him, I was like, oh, OK, brilliant. On the laptop, looking at weddings. And he's like, Fiona, will you calm down? Stop looking at weddings. And now I'm just looking at weddings for work. So I'm like, John, I'm working. I'm working. So I'm delighted. So I'm literally doing everybody's research for them. Um, I'm talking to the suppliers and I'm asking them for little deals here and there if they can. Some suppliers are really generous. Um, the last few um promotions that I was able to send, offers that I was able to send to brides to be, grooms to be. Um, they loved it. Like so you're actually saving a little if you if you get every promotion that I've sent out, then you're actually saving quite a lot of your budget. Yeah. And I'm delighted about that. Because I know how hard it is. Like I know the budget, the money talk with your partner, with your parents or whoever is helping out. It's really it's a, it's an intense conversation. Money mm. is intense. Of course. And, <laughs> so and, yeah and, if we and can help out that as well because people will want to spend mm on their suppliers they don't want to go cheap yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you can save a little bit through yeah, little competitions exactly. and stuff like that that's great so that's what we're doing we're, get, we're getting our premium suppliers um, and we're, we're 
giving you a little gift basically for as a thank you for subscribing um and also yeah we're doing amazing competitions every month um which is brilliant i think when we decided to do every month a competition i got excited for all the brides and grooms to be because it's definitely worth the competition i know (laughs) he gave me the t's and c's and i had to sign any something away but anyway okay That's it, yeah. So if you are subscribing to us, you'll Mm. find us on Spotify and on iTunes. And Um, iTunes. If you're trying to get those emails from Fiona, how do they... How so does what anybody you do, sign up for those emails? So what you do is you just log on to uh, www.weddingsuppliers.ie and it says create an account. You create an account um, and if you already have created an account, thanks very much, you just log on to your dashboard um, and we'll see that, you know, that you're active and that we'll be sending you the emails um, every Sunday. It's Sunday always seems like a nice promotion day, like, oh, what can I get for the week ahead? You know, get you mm-hmm. excited for the planning ahead. Um, so yeah, Sunday nights, just look out for your um, lovely offers from me. And also on um, Instagram, I'd like to ask, say if you follow us on Instagram at weddingsuppliers.ie, it's a really good way of looking at the ne- the trends. Like I, if you're nosy like me, if you want to see um, brides-to-be, Irish bride weddings, real weddings, just have a look on our Instagram and Facebook pages as well. Um, and like and share and say, hey, Fiona, it's me. I listen to your podcast. You're amazing. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, my God, hi, welcome. And, you know, we can have a conversation. It's all about community. Yeah. I'm not team. American. I don't know why. Fiona's getting her own podcast, I think. With the community as well. Podcast with, uh, with the web prep app. Yes, um, exactly. Within yeah. there and all the general different conversations. Yeah. Um, for us, you know, Facebook groups are great, but they're very time consuming. Mm. But within the web prep app, mm. it's really good conversation. It just it builds a nice community yeah. of brides. Just check in, in tell yeah. us how you're doing, if you need any help, or if you're if you're worried about something, if there's like tension amongst the family invites. We you want know. to know. We want to know all the gas. <laughs> <laughs> We're so nosy. <laughs> Call if there's a supplier out there listening, tell us very quickly about WeddingSuppliers.ie. How can they get listed? Yeah, so look, I'm, I'm a supplier and I won't go too much into that. But um, for me, it's all about bringing suppliers to a platform where it's not saturated. We're bringing premium together um, to, to present to couples planning their wedding. So for us, it's sharing knowledge and for us as suppliers, getting better and better and better. But uh, to register on the site is very simple. You just come, you create an account, you click supply, and then we have a look at your website site um, and your kind of Instagram and your Facebook and we assess all that I suppose it's not it's not that we put up a barrier to let X amount of suppliers on but we we want to be kind of fussy about our branding and what we deliver to uh, bride and grooms planning the wedding mm. so excellent this has been the web prep podcast brought to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie. If it's your first time listening to us, we hope you enjoyed it and please do subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Um, If you know somebody else who's engaged or tying the knot shortly, make sure you recommend that they have a listen as well. So in the meantime, if you're getting married in the next couple of days, relax and have a great day. Breathe. And if you're not getting married in the next few days, have a listen the next time for more great tips from WedPrep.